Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 1044 of the Juicebox Podcast. Today on the podcast, we're speaking with Heather. She's the mother of a 14-year-old child living with type 1 diabetes, and Heather is here to tell us their glucagon story. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you'd like to save 40% off of your entire order at CozyEarth.com, all you have to do is use the offer code JUICEBOX at checkout. I get my joggers, my sweatshirts, my sheets, and my towels all from Cozy Earth. They have something for everyone. It's quality, it's comfortable, and it's 40% off with the offer code JUICEBOX. It feels like everybody's using AG1, and if you're thinking about starting, when you use my link, you'll get five free travel packs and a year's supply of vitamin D with your first order. That link, drinkag1.com forward slash juicebox. And don't miss the completely remastered Diabetes Pro Tip series. It's right back there in your audio app. It begins at episode 1000. You can also find it at diabetesprotip.com and juiceboxpodcast.com. This episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored by US Med. usmed.com forward slash juicebox. Why would you go there? To get your free benefits check and to get started with US Med. You can also call 888-721-1514. Arden gets her Dexcom and Omnipod supplies from US Med, and they have much more. We'll talk about that just a little later. I'm Heather. I'm the mom of a type 1 diabetic diagnosed. It'll be three years ago in August, and he will be 14 in September. Your son was diagnosed when he was 11. He's 14 now. Yes. Okay. I'm asking the same question. of. I'm doing this four times today. I'm asking the same question every time. <laughs> at, okay. At diagnosis. Yes. What was explained to you, if anything, about glucagon? That it was for emergencies. Um, if, you know, his sugar was really low, he was unresponsive, um, and we had to do something right away. That was about it. Okay. Did you get the caveat at the end, but don't worry, this will never happen? Oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's like they yeah. say to you, hey, listen, these are the pedals in your car. The one on the right makes it go. Now, the one in the center makes it stop. <laughs> you'll probably never even need that. Like, so, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, just if you take your foot off the gas quickly enough, you'll just cruise into it. Like, I, I don't. So my point around that always is to give me something and say, this is very important. You might be in a life or death situation when you need this. It's incredibly important for you to have it on you and for you to understand how to use it. But don't worry, because that'll probably never happen. And I, I I, get it. You know what I mean? Like, I get that they're trying to, like, assuage your fears. But for me, what that did was it when Arden had a seizure, I was like, I don't know how to use this. Right. Right. Well, the lady well, said we were never going to need it. <laughs> so, well, yeah, yeah. Like at this, but at the same time, they kind of tell you, like, it's not this big a deal. You're not going to need it. But then also, they terrify you of lows. Yeah. I mean, I was terrified what I was going to do if he ever got low. Mm-hmm. The messaging is inconsistent, is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would agree. And not helpful. But you did, you did, sounds like you got a clear explanation of it. So yes. How long after that explanation did you? receive glucagon in the house 
um, like that we actually got the prescription and carried it. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I think we went home from the hospital with it. Wow. Okay, great. So you've got it right away. Do you have enough? Is it like spread throughout your life? One's at the school, one's in the bedroom, or do you have one? Um, we had two. And um, so he kept one in his bag that he kept on him at all times. And then we had one at school. Mm-hmm. Did you spend any time explaining it to other people? Or did you find yourself thinking, that's ah, never going to happen. It's okay. Nope. I never explained it to school. I mean, obviously he knew how to use it. But if he was passed out, that wasn't going to be very helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I never explained it to anybody. Okay. What kind of glucagon did they give you in the hospital? Um, his was the, um, in like, injection. Like, we didn't have to mix anything. Okay. Was it Gvoke or was it a different brand? Uh, I think it might have been Gvoke. So they gave you Gvoke at the hospital. Is that the one you had with you when the event happened? Yes. Can you tell me about that? So he had um, taken too much insulin, 70 units too much to be exact. Well, hold on. Let's slow down. (laughs) (laughs) How did that happen? So um, he, whether he was really, truly trying to overdose or not, I I don't really know. Mm -hmm. But he was very frustrated. He'd been high. We couldn't get it down. Um, he suffers with a little bit of anxiety and depression anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, we've never really had an issue with it. Um, and he was just kind of going through a lot of different stressors. And so we were at home and I was actually supposed to go to dinner with family. He was going to go with us, but didn't want to. And so I was like, okay, cool. You can just stay home. Um, and then he got really upset about that. And I'm, um, I probably check stuff too much. So like, I kind of always have a pretty good idea how much insulin is in his pump. Um, and so I knew that he'd had about 70 ish units in his pump and I decided not to go to dinner again, have no idea why just kind of that feeling that I shouldn't leave him alone. Um, and in about 10, 15 minutes later, I heard his pump beeping. And so I went in and asked him, you know, why is your pump beeping? And he told me because it's out of insulin. (laughs) I said, what do you mean it's out of insulin? Um, You've had 70 units in there. And he said, yeah, I know I took it all. Oh, wow. And um, so, you know, he has a 25 unit max bolus. So that means he had to, you know, multiple times put that in. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, that was not important. What was important is I had to figure out what to do about the 70 units of insulin he had just taken. Um, and you know, he's a teenager, so his ratios are pretty high. Um, so, I mean, I think I figured out that like his carb ratio at the time, I think was around like seven or eight, um, So, you know, I did the math, figured out how many carbs would have to account for 70 units of insulin. And I just started shoving stuff in him. He'd had a bottle of Gatorade, um, a bag of Skittles. I literally gave him a spoonful of sugar at one point. Mm. Um, And we were still double arrows down. And so I was like, I I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, And I, 
I didn't want to take him to the hospital one because, you know, was he going to make it to the hospital before something happened? Um, and I felt like I could maybe manage this at home. I am a nurse practitioner. So I maybe sometimes rely on that a little bit. Um, but then I remembered I had a glucagon and so I pulled it out and I was like, we're going to see if we can figure out, you know, like how many points glucagon will raise your, you know, your sugar or whatever. We never did figure it out, but I figured the worst thing that's going to happen is if you go too high, then we'll deal with it. But I'd rather that be the case than, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he was still awake and talking and he was alert and, you know, he knew what was going on. And um, so I injected him. Um, actually, and I think I did it in his arm and it stung really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, that it helped pretty significantly. I did have to give him another bag of Skittles. Um, and about three hours later, he ate an entire pizza without taking any insulin. Um, because even after we had leveled out, he kind of started to drop again. Yeah. Like, um, like a whole like I'm sorry like a like a pizza pie from like a pizza place pizza well no, it was as a frozen pizza a fr- a frozen one. Okay, like okay. yeah yeah um so and again teenage boy that's not a ton of food for him yeah. um but yeah I mean he he had to eat a whole pizza we I think by the time it was all said and done he'd had like two and a half bags of Skittles a, you know a couple of Gatorades like I said a spoonful of sugar. Mm-hmm the glucagon and a pizza. Wow. We get Arden's diabetes supplies from US Med and you could too. Why would you want to do that? Well, they're the number one distributor for Freestyle Libre systems nationwide. The number one specialty distributor for Omnipod Dash. They are the number one fastest growing tandem distributor nationwide. And, oh, what's this? They've served over 1 million diabetes customers since 1996. Better service, and better care is what you're going to get from U.S. Med. We use U.S. Med for Arden's Omnipod Dash and her Dexcom G7. But you could also get G6, Omnipod 5, Tandem. Oh, what else? Are they? Yeah, they got the Control IQ from Tandem. They've got Libre 2, Libre 3. You got to check them out. They're, they're fantastic. They take over 800 private insurance companies and they accept Medicare nationwide. All you have to do to find out if they take your insurance, and I mean 800 plus Medicare, good chance, 888-721-1514, or go to usmed.com forward slash juice box. You're calling that number or going to that link to get your free benefits check, and then you're on your way. Arden just recently uh, got a refill of the, um, Scott's thinking, I don't want to say the wrong thing, Dexcom supplies. I get an email that says, hey, uh, you want your reorders ready? You want it? You click a link. Uh, yes. And uh, boom, bang, bing, bada boom, just shows up. That's pretty much it. USmed.com forward slash juice box. If you want you do your reorder, if you want you do, if you'd like to do your reorders the way I just described, check out USmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514. Jeez. Um, yeah, that's incredible. It was the other thing. It's really not about why you're on here, but is the other thing you were going to say is you didn't want to take him to the hospital because you didn't want him to have a psych hold. Uh, yeah, that was part of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you ever figure out why you did it? 
Um, so after everything kind of settled down and I knew he was, you know, alive and going to be okay, we kind of talked about it. And what he verbalized was he just wanted a break. He, he didn't want to die. He just wanted to go to sleep for a little while and not have to deal with any of it, with diabetes, with what's going on in his life, like just, you know, any of it. Was he not aware of what would happen with that much insulin? No, I think he, because we talked about that, and I think he thought that he would just go to sleep for a little bit. Like he would just kind of, you know, pass out for a little bit and he'd wake up and be fine. I don't, he didn't realize that he he literally could have died from it. Yeah, this is something I um I I think that we don't do enough. But I I gave a talk recently to 400 adults. 200 of them were were type 1s and the other half of them were their spouses. And I was doing a a, a talk about supporting your spouse with type 1. And I I started just talking about like, you know, just make sure you know how to handle an emergency is one is another good thing to do. And I was just like, it just made sense to me. I thought it was a throwaway line. Like, you know, make sure your kids know when to call 911, stuff like that. Right. And the number of people in the room who were like, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? It shocked me. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm like, well, you know, insulin can make your blood sugar too low. And if it, if you have too much insulin, it could take all of the glucose out of your blood and that glucose is what your brain runs on and your brain will shut off like a light switch and you can't turn it back on again. And, <laughs> right, and, and they right. were, people were just like, what? And yeah, I, and it just, it, it resonates with me. I wonder how many people don't know that or had that thought of your son, like, Oh, I've heard they said, I'll pass out. That'll be nice. I'll pass out for a second. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's really kind of, I mean, you know, obviously after that, like, he did, you know, we went and saw a psych doctor and he went, went to therapy and all that. And that kind of the conclusion from that was, is that it wasn't a suicide attempt in the sense that he was consciously trying to end his life, but it was a, I'm just tired of dealing with this and I don't want to deal with it anymore. I just want to break from it. Um, and him not realizing that, that would have killed him. That's amazing. That's so like, I mean, I, I, you know, not so much anymore, but when this happened, it's been um, a little over a year ago. I just kept going over and over in my head. What if I would have left and gone to dinner? Yeah. No, I I mean, mean, I don't want to tell you, but he he wouldn't. Right. Yeah. 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 I know what would have happened. I mean, and you know, I've been in that situation multiple other times and I've always left. Like I've always just been like, you're fine. You can stay home. Cause he was kind of throwing a fit. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, you know, any other time I would have been like, I'm still going to dinner. Like, you're not going to ruin my plans. Um, but for whatever reason that night I, I didn't, I, I stayed home wow. and I mean, thank God I did. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Good for you. That was, uh, that was well done. Uh, uh, for, the, for the whole thing, yeah, of course. I mean, the glucagon and the way you walk through it, and you did the math right away, which is something yeah. I don't think people think to do. They just, I gave myself too much insulin. Ah, instead of going, this is how much insulin I gave myself, and my insulin to carb ratio is this. So this many carbs will cover that insulin. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, he and I together sat down and figured out, like, you know, this is your carb ratio. This is how many carbs we need to make up for, you know, seventy units and. You know, because he was a little high, so like some of that was probably needed. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, definitely not seventy units. Isn't that something? Wow, you did a great job. Good for you. Uh, 
he understands Thanks. now what happens if his blood sugar gets too low? He does. Yes. He, um, <laughs> I don't know if it's because of that, but now he tends to run higher than I would like. Um, I think, um, Is you know, because it? he doesn't want it to get low, yeah. but I, you know, I, it's that, it's that balance trying to find that balance. It's not, it's not easy. Now, I think back all the time onto a story, uh, that I was told very, very early on when Arden had diabetes, uh, this woman's, uh, fairly younger child, you know, like if I'm remembering right, like eight, nine in that range has type one. She has an older kid, like 15, 16, and the child gets insulin for dinner and she has to leave. She's going to, I forget she's going shopping or something like that. She says to the older one, Hey, remember he's got to eat all that food. Make sure he eats all that food. Cause he's got insulin for it. Right. And, um, you know, the mom leaves and the kid doesn't want to finish the food. Well, the 16-year-old is doing their best to get the kid to eat, and it's not working. And so the kid kind of like goes you know, a little over the top and says, look, you have to eat that or you're going to die. Right. And the kid goes, what do you mean? And he's like, well, we gave you insulin. If you don't eat the food, then the insulin's going to kill you. And that yeah. was the first time that child ever heard that. Yeah. 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 I mean, definitely with my son. I mean, that was, it never occurred to him that it could kill him. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is his medicine. This is what he takes to save his life, to keep him alive. Right. It never, you know, occurred to him or really, I guess, any of us to tell him that also the opposite is true. Too much of it can also kill you. You don't imagine your your Flintstones chewables are going to come to life and attack you. Right, Uh, right, right. So, yeah. At the end of that story is the mother gets home from the shopping trip and the kid's in a ball on the floor, just inconsolable. And why did you never tell me this? Right. Like, like, so I think uh, we've always been very honest with Arden up front. And, and, you know, we don't scare her about her, but I just think she needs to know. It would be like, I don't know, it would be like putting someone in a car for the first time and telling them, like, don't worry, if it hits something, it'll bounce off. You, right. you know, like, because then you're like, oh, let's go. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Way to come through on a story. Jeez, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It was, uh, it was not fun. No. Um, we are able to joke about it now. I tell him all the time that, you know, he has to be nice to me. I saved his life. Um, and you know, he's a, he's a pretty good sport about it. I do still to worry sometimes, you know, I tell people like he walks around with a deadly weapon strapped to him 24 yeah. seven. Like, you know, I know that sounds overly dramatic, but uh, he not, really does. Not to me. Yeah. I think <laughs> there, there needs to be glucagon in places where you stop. Um, you know, I think of school as a great example where you sleep, um, on your person, these are places that I would want them to be. And and I would also want people in those situations to understand signs, symptoms, and how to use it. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it would be it would be nice. How did you find GVOKIPOPEN as a user to be? Um, I thought it was easy to use. But again, you know, I'm a nurse. And so I'm familiar with how to give an injection and all of that. Right. Um, you know, I don't know how it would have been if I wasn't. I mean, it was pretty simple. Like you just uncap it and dart him. Um, <laughs> yes, and then dart him. <laughs> yes, yes. And then he yells at you because it burns. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty easy. Obviously, the nasal spray is a whole lot easier. 
Um, which yep. we have also, you know, since this has happened, when he got his nasal spray, like we learned how to take it out and how to give it. And I've made sure school knows how to give it. And, you I, know, I think the stinging is like just part of it. Like apparently if you inject, if you, the vaccine in your nose burns like hell in your nose too. Like, so, yeah, I guess just yeah. glucose in general, like just. So, you know, it's not glucose in the in the um injection you're not you're not injecting glucose you're injecting something that makes your liver give off the storage that it has okay i don't think i knew that That's so here i've works. been a nurse 20 years and have a kid with type 1 and did it's, not know that it's a completely common misconception you are not injecting glucose you are injecting I'm going to, I'll actually get the breakdown and I'll put it in this episode so people can really hear it. But you're injecting something that tells your liver, hey, you've stored glucagon in here, glucose in here, and um, let it out. And that's what it does. Yeah. That crazy? Well, that, yeah, that is crazy. I mean, it's also good to know, but, you know, it makes you kind of wonder, like, how long does it take your liver to figure that out? Get, well, how, the stores too. How much does it take to like that? Because you can't do it forever because of that. Cause right. Because you, your liver will run out at some point. So, um, and then it has to build back up again. And I don't know the answers to those questions, but I'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I did. You know, we had two pens, um, and so I did tell him that night. Like, if it continues to drop, we're going to have to do it again. Um, we didn't. We, you know, I think yeah. all the food and pizza and all that kept him up, but. Um, you can definitely yeah. do, you could definitely do it twice. I mean, the last person I interviewed, it was once, then twice more when uh, EMS came. Wow! Yeah, to get them to get back to where they needed to be. Yeah, so, I'm glad that, that I'm glad that I didn't. Uh, I'm glad we didn't get there. Right. Uh, Did you? Can, I think that would have been scarier. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I appreciate you sharing this with me. That was a brave thing to do, and uh, it's going to help people. Obviously understand better about why they want to have glucagon with them. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Talk to me. All right. Hold on, Heather. I'm recording again. Say that again. Okay. I hesitated to use the glucagon because I thought this was only to use if he was like passed out and couldn't talk to me. Like I, I had a moment where I thought I shouldn't give this to him because that's not where we're at. Very. But I, I, you know, I decided to... I'm I'm just going to deal with whatever happens. I'm giving it to him. <laughs> this this is an emergency. I'm so happy you brought that up because I have to jump on another call and I'm glad we caught that. So thank you very yeah. much. I appreciate you going back. No problem. Well, first of all, I mean, we have to thank Heather for coming on the show and telling us that story. If you have a glucagon story that you'd like to share, reach out to me through the website juiceboxpodcast.com. Another big thank you to US Med, usmed.com forward slash juice box, the number one specialty distributor for Omnipod Dash and so much more. Always provides 90 days worth of supplies and they have fast and free shipping. So I guess if you want your supplies and you want them quickly and you want to just click on an email to make them come, uh, 888-721-1514 or usmed.com forward slash juice box. Get started right now. I'm just going to say this again. I'm now out of glucagon stories. I have a couple more people on the books, but I found these to be very interesting conversations. 
If you'd like to be on the podcast of a short conversation about a specific glucagon story, please do reach out through juiceboxpodcast.com. Don't forget to check out the private Facebook group, Juicebox Podcast Type 1 Diabetes. There's over 42,000 members in there at this point. Fantastic resource. Don't forget the Diabetes Pro Tip series has just been remastered. It runs from episode 1000 to 1026. There's actually a special ad in there from, should I tell you? I'll just tell you. Ascensia Diabetes, you might not know that name, but they make the Contour meters. So Contour Next Gen sponsored the remaster of the Pro Tip series. There's a really cool offer in there just for Juicebox podcast listeners. You got to check it out. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox podcast.